Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. This was an episode me and my wife decided to do together about hunting and family and marriage and just some some of our thoughts and some of the things that we've uh, tackled over the years uh, when it comes to this subject. So I hope you guys like this one. hope it helps someone. Um, with that, make sure you head over to the YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. Uh, give us a like, comment on some of the videos if you if you like what we're doing. Also, um, you can leave a review on the Spotify or Apple or whatever platform you're listening to this show on. That'd help us uh, a lot too. So thanks for all the support in 2022, and I cannot wait for 2023, all kinds of cool stuff coming down the line. So with that, let's get right into the episode. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. As you can see, I don't have uh, my normal co-host uh, tonight. We got my uh, my wife Maddie. Uh, we got a there was a post on the Hunting Beast. I don't know, it was a few days ago, um, and a guy was asking, having troubles with his family and and balancing life and hunting. And um, I don't say I'm not going to say I'm good at it at all by any means, but uh, me and my wife feel like we do a pretty good job of not getting uh, under each other's skin too much during hunting season. Uh, and we thought we'd get on here and just chat about that. And by the way, this is the most organized show that you're going to watch because she has <laughs> uh, like two whole pages of notes and what she's going to say and talking points. And that's something me and Dan <laughs> do not do for any, any of our shows. So our notes will have like, I don't know, maybe four or five words, just a uh, key point. So um Anyway, thanks for coming on and doing this with us. I know it's You're kind of out, out of your comfort zone for sure. Yes, give grace. This is the first time for me. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is probably, honestly, probably one of the most important shows that we will ever do is talking about uh, family and how to balance that between hunting and, uh, you know, what's really important in life, and that's uh, your family. So, um, yeah, hopefully this is educational for everybody and helpful more than anything. Um, Anyways, before we start our uh, our chat, if you guys are new to this show, we can um, answer questions at the end of the the show. Just leave them in the comments, and I'll try to go through them. Um, obviously, Dan's not on, so if you guys got any questions for Dan, you have to wait till Monday or Sunday whenever we end up doing it. Dan's still up in Michigan chasing the UP whitetail up there um, with Eric. Uh, what else? Yeah, well, I'll, pu- I'll put a call in link later on if you guys want to call in. Um, I do under I do realize that uh, Dan is the attractant most of the time for for y'all to to get on here and ask questions. But feel free if you got any questions for us to to call in. Um, and if you like what we're doing, make sure you hit the subscribe button and leave a comment uh, for sure. Leave a comment uh, even if you're watching this, you know, on Sunday or something when we didn't do it live. Just leave a comment for us and let us know how we're doing. Um, anyway. Maddie, uh, <laughs> so this is my wife, Maddie Talker. Hi. Um, you want to like give a little overview about yourself? Yeah. Well, about myself, I guess. Um, we have been married nine, almost nine and a half years, but we've been together um, since we were kids, <laughs> since yeah. we were 15 and 16 years old. So about 15 years or over 15 years now for the two of us. So um, I don't know. That's kind of yeah. where it all started but yeah. the my Which, before hunting you, before you go on that's actually like almost the same scenario as 
I think Dan, he's been with his, yeah. together with his wife since they were kids also. Yeah. And um, I kind of want to say it as a disclaimer for the show. Like, I think that plays an important part in kind of how we've, um, kind of how we do things. Because first off, I, you know, I started dating him when he was young and we got to kind of grow together. But also he has been hunting since, I mean, forever. And, yeah. um, so I started dating him and he was already hunting. So it's not something that like happened later after we were already together, already married or anything like that. So it wasn't a surprise or to me or anything like that. Yeah. Um, going, going in. I think it. you're saying that because there are people that right. start hunting later right. in life and have families, you know, and that's right. You start to become passionate about something later <laughs> in life and your spouse is like, what the heck is this about? You know, right. uh, and so. it's navigating new waters. So that's just, it's it, yeah, it would be different, um, for them. Um, I did want to say a little story about that. We actually started dating during deer season mm. um, when we started dating. And I thought he was being sweet and, um, you know, taking time off hunting to go like on. They weren't technically dates because I wasn't old enough to date. My sister was along, but we would go on group dates. And um, it was uh, quite a few years later. He was like, oh, I already had my buck killed that season. Oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> So it actually was. I'm like, oh, well, thanks. But yeah, it was opening day uh, <laughs> rifle season. That's something you don't really miss, you know, or if you, you know, but yeah. I, I shot like three deer already, three deer in Indiana already. Yeah. I filled all my, my bundle tag or whatever, so. the bucket two does. So. <laughs> but I, I thought that was kind of funny. That's a mute point. That's irrelevant. Yeah. Really. I mean, I didn't but, know it anyway. But so that means I had a whole year until the next deer season to kind of date him and really obviously get to like him. And yeah. so then, it, um, have to learn kind of <laughs> that hunting hunting did take up a lot of time um and that's just what it was going to be and i come from um i actually grew up my childhood i grew up in in a city in a big city in indianapolis so yeah. i don't really come from a like a background of hunting and i honestly didn't even really know about it until i started dating josh um mm -hmm. my stepbrother hunts but more on his um like his dad's side and I'm connected through his mom. So just not a lot of connection to hunting and stuff. So it was all brand new to me. Um, and then I also, a little about me, um, we'll, we'll make some of the things we talked about a little bit different, I think, than other people is overall, I love the outdoors. Um, so I enjoy a lot of that anyways. Um, so it's not like different or new to me. Like I get it. Like I love nature and out, outdoor things. Um, and I think that's kind of an important point too. And also something about my personality is, um, I don't like doing things alone. <laughs> so I think one of the things that drew me to kind of learn more and start learning how to hunt was if I want to spend more time with Josh, I need to learn more about it at least, um, if not get into it and start hunting, I guess. So yeah, right. You want to comment on that at all? Not really. I mean, I guess it's hard for me to like describe why I hunt to people because it's like I hunt because like my dad hunted and my grandpa hunted and his dad hunted, you know, and um, it's almost not like an option for me. You know, it's just like, I mean, my dad spent, he spent the last four days hunting from daylight to dark for coyotes. I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, and my grandpa was the same way. My, my, I think my grandpa's mentioned, my grandma has mentioned to you is like, if you think Josh hunts a lot, you should have seen his grandpa when he <laughs> yeah. was his age, you know? So yeah. it's not even like, um, and she was, she was kind of not complaining, but like, like we didn't have cell phones. So he just, you know, he may be deer hunting and then go coon hunting after that. And I didn't know 
you know, I didn't know when he was coming home or anything. So yeah. I kind of get it honestly. So <laughs> like for me to like, uh, stop hunting or, or even pull back a little bit, it's super like, it just, it wouldn't be me, you know? Uh, yeah. So anyways, because I'm like that and wanted to do more things with him, um, that's kind of how I started hunting. It started with just him taking me with him, um, like no tag or weapons or anything, just sitting. Usually we do ground blinds um, or ground sits or if we had a double stand or something just to watch really. And um, again, I love nature anyway. So it was, I love just sitting out there and especially if we had any deer at all come in, just watching them um, mm -hmm. was exciting for me. So that's kind of how we started. And then um, I don't know if it was him or his parents, but <clears throat> one of them <laughs> bought me a, my first bow um because i had shown interest in wanting to shoot a bow it was not me i promise you when i was 16 <laughs> i don't think i had well money. you probably yeah, right knowing your it. yeah knowing your mom she probably, mom probably yeah so they um you know so then i i just started shooting with no no really intention of hunting with it i just enjoyed shooting it was fun you know mm -hmm. um and i still do i still enjoy like target shooting um i really enjoy that part of it so and bow shooting so i I only really bow hunt, um, anyways, but so then of course, um, you know, I'm shooting and Josh is like, Oh, you're pretty good. You could definitely kill something if we just, you know, turn up your poundage or, you know, whatever it may be. And so slowly and slowly I started, um, whatever hunting <laughs> and we yeah. would, but we would sit together. Um, I will say there came a time where, we started hunting separately. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like that. Like after a couple of years, one of not getting anything, um, getting anywhere with hunting, I guess I didn't, I never got a big buck or anything like that. But also um, I actually have a lot of anxiety when it comes to coming in and out of the woods in the mm -hmm. dark. Um, so I didn't like navigating it all by myself and just kind of sometimes um, some, like shot anxiety. Um, I second guess myself a lot. I overthink everything. Shot so, anxiety is like, you don't, you don't like, you don't, you'll end up not shooting because you're right, so worried right. about it. Yeah. And so there, there came a time where I kind of got away from hunting because it, it just wasn't fun to me anymore. Um, and then the last few years gotten back into it mm. because. Well, you got out of hunting whenever you, we were, you were pregnant with Huck. Yeah. But even before then I kind of was like, I, I'm going to slow down. I'm not enjoying this as much anymore. And I, was sitting up there thinking, okay, I think there's other mm -hmm. things I'd rather be spending my time doing. It became too much. I guess all of you guys are probably this way anyways, you're all beast hunters, but it became more of a jaw or, you know, more like work and less of a hobby. And for mm -hmm. me, it was still a hobby. I mean, obviously for you now it is a job, so mm -hmm. that's completely different, but I don't know if you do Josh <laughs> personally, he's everything he does, he does a hundred percent, which is good. But I, I was wanting to do it more of a hobby. So yeah. then you can half-ass all kinds of things. Yeah. So I was, um, as I got back into hunting, once our son has gotten a little older now, um, we do it together. Um, and I, you know, I go when I yeah. want to, and I, you know, I have the certain expectations that I have and he supports that and that helps it a lot too. But that came with a lot of communication. Like he wasn't just going to know that I had to let him know like, Hey, I'm feeling like I'm not enjoying this anymore. I, I don't want to do it anymore. You know, I want to mm. take a break, but then at the same time, once I got started wanting to get back into it, I was like, Hey, 
I kind of want to go hunting this year, but I, I really just only want to sit with you. And so we made it work that way. Yeah. And I, and in the end, I tagged out like October 7th or something like that. So I really didn't have much going on when I was in Indiana, at least. Yeah. So it worked out nice this year. Yeah. This um, year I've had opportunity to go quite a bit, actually. Yeah. You want to go over uh, you got a whole list of things to go over. So we'll get to that eventually. But do you want to go over um, um, how your season went a little bit? Because you, you'd hunted probably more this year than you had the last several years. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. It was not a bad season. I mean, I ended up um, coming out with, I guess, not meeting my goal per se. I, I didn't, I you know, this year I was really just going for a buck of decent size. And for me, that's like something that's pretty mature as in like older or um i wanted just a decent size rack like maybe an eight point or something i have shot a small seven point and mm -hmm. so obviously i was like okay i want to do something bigger than that um you shot a small buck you shot a pile of does too yes and i've shot lots of does but i mean yeah. as far as bucks go right so um yeah i feel like we had some pretty good sits and we actually there you know saw some does we got to see a small another small what six or seven point i forget now yeah it's just a year and a half old but year, yeah. year and a half old yeah that came in and fed right in front of us and i was able to pass on that and josh seemed pretty proud about that because he thought maybe just with it sitting there i'd shoot it so and i was like no i know what i want i'm not excited about it if you know if i don't get excited when it comes in i, I don't want it so no. um yeah i don't know there wasn't too much excitement but right yep I ended up not you, shooting. You we didn't get a doe tag for me this year yeah, um, because Josh had shot plenty of deer yeah. as far as meat goes. So um, we were just buck hunting for me and we just never really never got on any of the big ones. So, mm -mm. Um, but it was fun. We had fun. Oh yeah. We so, had really good time. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Goofing around. And, and we hunted, and we pretty much hunted, uh, if you want to say beast style the whole time, like we were going, we had a, a lot of private land, but we were going in with the stands on our back and getting, you know, putting yeah. them up and taking them down every sit. So, um, anyway, I'm going to start with your list there. Some topics, like yeah. what's your first kind of at large so, topic there? Well, I'll kind of the main points, I guess I kind of wanted to go over was, um, just kind of some tips, I guess, for like day hunting, meaning like if you're just hunting that, like coming home every night, um, that kind of hunting also tips for hunting trips and then also any kind of, um, tips for getting your significant other involved um if they want to be so those are and then those are kind of the main things that were yeah i was wanting to go over so as far as day hunting um and like i said meaning you're gonna go hunt in the evenings and be back at night or whatever or weekends um i would say make sure to still do your share of the chores so obviously you're, you're going to be out of the house more but make sure that doesn't mean you slack in the, you know, in the home and because that becomes a burden on your wife or significant other, whoever, um, if they've got to pick that up. So obviously making sure you're, you know, I know, I know when Josh is wanting to hunt that next day or weekend, cause usually he makes sure all the dishes are done and he may vacuum the carpet cause I don't like doing dishes. So he, he makes sure the dishes are done and things like that. And I appreciate it. And it, it's one less thing I have to do while he is gone or, you know, that's, that's in my mind. So yeah. I'm more likely to, you know, enjoy the time. I don't know. And not be, yeah, if, you, if you leave the house and there's crap everywhere and yeah. you've not done, you know, you've whatever left a bunch of crap laying around your socks are laying in the living room, stuff yeah. like that. Like 
that's not good. You know, they're, yeah. that's just little things that are going to frustrate them to, yeah. uh, to no ends. And I, I mean, I've been there, I've done all that and left it like a pigsty and yeah. hunting, you know, and, but uh, yeah, so <laughs> learn from experience. Yeah. And along those same lines, just make sure you help with um, what's called the mental load. Uh, like, I don't know, especially like if you have kids appointments, you know, scheduling appointments, grocery list, meal plan, help with that kind of stuff. Um, because like for me, I don't mind like say cooking dinner. If somebody tells me what to make, like it's sometimes it's, it's a lot of work just to kind of plan those things out. So if you help with all of that, like maybe, you know, before the weekend or before the week starts, get all that stuff out of the way. Um, it's again, just more less stuff she has to think about or do. Yeah. Um, and that will help her enjoy her time away from you. I don't know if that's the right way to well, say it more. You know, nobody freaking likes to clean yeah. up after someone else. You right. know, that's, that's what the, what it boils down to. Right. And then also, um, make sure your hunting isn't taking away from her hobby. So it's a little different for us because hunting is kind of Josh's job now and not so much a hobby, but most people, it is a hobby. And if, yeah, but it, that wasn't the case. Yes. Not that long ago, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. So I just mean, um, make sure it's not your hobby's not taking away from her hobby. Um, yeah. if that makes sense. So I know like Josh knows uh, there's once a week I'm going to go to yoga. Like we have a studio that I go to and once a week I go to my volleyball league and those are my mm -hmm. hobbies. Those are my things. And so, um, either he doesn't go hunting those evenings or if he does, he makes sure to line up childcare for Huck or whatever. So again, yeah. it's, it's going to be different if you don't have kids. Um, and back to my personality where I don't like doing things alone. So it matters to me more when he's away. If you're a person that likes being alone, you may enjoy the evenings when, <laughs> when he's gone. Yeah, there's, you been, know? there's been guys comment like my, he's like, my wife likes it when I'm gone. Cause yeah. she can go and yeah. crochet or yeah. and read I like, books or whatever she does. Right. By and herself. that's what I like. I mean, I like reading also. So there, there are times, but it's small. I mean, a day is enough for me. I don't like long time, mm. but again, that's my personality. So that's different than, than some people. Um, and also like a lot of guys, like, um, you know, the only thing I do anymore is hunt. Like I don't, I don't really fish much anymore. I'll probably get back into fishing, but mostly because Huck, it's something I can do with Huck and he'll enjoy it. Um, I used to golf a lot. I don't, I don't do that at all anymore. Um, so no, if you're a guy that's like, you know, golfing all summer, if you're golf on league on Thursday and Tuesday nights, and then, um, you know, you play dartboard at church on Wednesday nights, and then all of a sudden it's October and now you're hunting every night. It's like, yeah, I, you know, you're probably not, you know, letting her be her either, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's not the case for everybody, you know, but it's just, it's just maybe something you can think about, uh, whenever you you want more time in the woods without yeah. getting pushed back from it. Yeah. Sharing the sacrifices is maybe a way to put it. Yeah. All right. And then, um, one thing and kind of the way I've always put it, I guess to Josh is when you're home, when you are home, make sure you're home. So mm -hmm. the qual, you know, make time for some quality time so that you guys can still be connected, even if it is not as long of a time. Um, so one thing we do um, every night after Huck goes to bed, um, we sit down and we have found a group of, uh, you know, different YouTube channels that we enjoy together that both of us enjoy. And we'll just sit and watch videos 
the evening together though you know mm -hmm. like not separately on our phones doing stuff but sitting there watching the same videos together we may have you know a drink of wine and a cocktail or something to go along with that and so that is our like quality time um so we still feel like we're connecting and that way you know if i don't get to talk to him all day at least i have that time to connect and um <clears throat> another point on that is like when you're present be present so that means like no phones as far as you know you're not on your phone responding to whatever comments you're not or texts and things like that and you're not checking trail cam pics if you're you've got a sale cam, cam out that you are wondering about do all that stuff later you know um separate from that quality time make sure if you're present you are present um and that's true for us like with any family stuff we do together um like we make sure like if we're there we are there as a family um mm -hmm. enjoying that thing we're in and not worrying you know not worrying about where you're hunting that evening or that next day or whatever so yeah i think that's a big yeah big yep. important thing zeke says uh gotta make sure you laugh together which is that's funny because we watch we watch a lot of comedy stuff. yeah i say one of our that. one of our common things is comedy yeah. we love doing Theo you know, Vaughn. We, we go to a bunch of uh comedy shows not a bunch but yeah we've whenever we go handful. do something we go to a comedy show yeah, a lot. if we can yeah we we enjoy that so yeah yeah we that's our thing too we we like doing that there's something um, else i was gonna say i can't remember it though should have wrote notes down <laughs> all right what else you got that's all for like the day hunts obviously a lot of that is gonna apply like to longer hunting trips. oh i know what i want to talk about let's talk about like your like huck because i i have a very um unique scenario now especially because i you know i do this for a living i actually, I actually run two other businesses as well a lot of people don't know that but i i i'm still consulting for um your previous that, company yeah in the agriculture <laughs> industry <clears throat> and then i also run a uh a resale business on ebay that we do kind of together in the summertime and then i sell stuff all winter um anyway uh but i'm sitting right here most every day when i'm not out hunting or doing something or filming something so huck is in here with me like huck, i watch huck every day so i spend more time than most dads get to with their their kids um so by the time she gets home it's like i've you know i've been with him for 10 hours or whatever <laughs> so i'm usually like oh, okay your turn but anyway uh i don't know we we probably we have a unique scenario because yeah. of that because a lot of dads most dads leave at 6 a.m to go work and then they don't get home till five you know right. and they haven't seen anybody on the family right so i i get a little bit um i get a little bit of a I don't know, a benefit there. Wiggle room. Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also you have to remember it wasn't always that way. It's, I mean, since it we has had, been since we had Huck. Since we've had Huck, yes. But as far as, um, I don't know, you, you've worked hard in your job aspect to, to make it that way because that was important to you. Yeah. But there um, was a time, as like a if, if we would have had Huck, whatever, five years ago, it'd been different. Cause I, oh, yeah. I mean, before I, I've been to like a lot of people don't know this either. Like I've been to probably 30 different countries for my previous job. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that stopped my travel was uh, COVID. COVID yeah. we, could, we had to stop traveling. Um, but I, I've traveled everywhere in Asia, uh, in South America. And that, that was, you know, for whatever, seven, eight days at a time. So at some particular times, which was, you know, the money and stuff was great and all that. But it was like, um, it just was a blessing. I mean, if COVID was a blessing, 
whatever, you know, but it was a blessing for us because that COVID hit right before, right after Huck was born. So literally Huck was born in November. I had all that time off for leave or whatever. And then COVID hit that next spring. So I didn't have to, I just stopped traveling and I still never, never went back to traveling because I ended up quitting, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We've been blessed in that aspect for sure. And that has helped. So that's something we don't have much input on as far as if you're a, a working man, dad yeah. per se. But I'm a working mom. I, I work yeah, outside of the home. And so that's yeah. kind of just flop, you know, flip flop roles. So that's a little bit. That's yeah. why I'm okay with taking over all of the childcare in the evening. Cause I've missed them all day. And yeah. You're right. I do a lot of the weekend stuff because I'm like, I don't get the daytime. You know, if I, mm-hmm. we want to go, if I want to take him somewhere during the day, I have to do it on the weekend. So, um, it is a little different for us. All right. So that it actually kind of leads into my next, um, kind of group of things for hunting trips. Um, my first point is utilize your village. You know, the saying, it takes a village to raise a child. Um, that utilize those people, um, during those hunting trips just to, you know, if it isn't to watch your kid, it could be to, you know, maybe pick them up or drop them off for daycare or even, you know, run and grab a couple things from the grocery store. If you can't get out of the house or whatever it may be, just to lift some of that, again, the load while, while you're hunting. And, um, for the, I guess the person hunting, I don't want to just say the husbands because I know a lot of women hunt too and whatever the case may be. If you don't have that village available, again, we are very lucky and we have a great village that we utilize often and that yeah, helps. My, my grandma lives to the west of me. My parents live to the east of me and I'm talking about like a hundred yards yeah. on each side. <laughs> yeah. And then my aunt and uncle live a hundred yards from my parents on the east side yeah. of them. So we got a, like a talker uh, Literal village. village. <laughs> yeah. But Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But anyway, so I would say um, to the, you know, the person that's going to be gone on the hunting trips, if you don't have that village, work on building one, you know, whether it be neighbors, like a lot of people I know uh, anymore, people don't, I don't want to say settle down, but they don't live around family a lot of times. Um, and they may be the only, you know, the only people in their family, but um reach out to your neighbors, people you work with that you're close to, people you trust to do those things and build that village up so that you then feel more comfortable leaving the home. And, you know, your wife will feel more comfortable with you leaving home as well because she has help. Um, one thing we <clears throat> we do, and this this was before Huck was even born um, and Josh was traveling more for his, his job. Um, his grandma and I, we would have 
we knew every time he was gone, one night that week was going to be pancake night and we would have pancake dinners and I would go over there and I would bring, um, I would do the pancakes and she usually made eggs and sausage and stuff like that. And we'd have pancake night. Mm -hmm. And that just helped with me again. I knew what we were having dinner, having for dinner one night and it was you know, helpful. And we've kept up with that since Huck has come and that helps too, because then he can play over there while I'm, you know, I don't mind to cook it, but he has something to do. And, um, and it just gives some variation too, um, and gets you out of the house to do that kind of stuff too. Um, and that, again, that kind of goes into, um, if you're going to be going on a hunting trip, help set up the childcare ahead of time. Don't leave that on your partner to do it all. Um, Again, like I said, I have a couple things throughout the week I like to do. I don't want to have to not do those while he's gone. So we try to find people to help, you know, watch Huck while I can go do those. So I can still get my, you know, especially the things I do, yoga and volleyball, they're very good outlets for when, I, you know, you may feel a little overwhelmed or stressed and um, and just getting away with other adults is nice if you've been around a kid all day. So yeah. um, I don't like to give those things up if I don't have to. So he helps me. Um, before he leaves, we make sure we have all of that stuff set up. And he, I mean, he will do a lot of that. So it's not all on me, you know, um, he's not burdening, burdening me with that because he chose to go on a hunting trip. Um, he knows like, Hey, if I want to go, I need to make sure I line this, line this up. And because we have that village, it, mm-hmm. it is easier for us, but you got anything to say on that before I move on? Not really. I mean, yeah, it's something I'm not like, I, I've, like all this stuff is like stuff, stuff I've, uh, she's, uh, trained me to do for lack <laughs> yeah. of a better word. Like I used to be horrible at this crap. Like yeah. we, this has not been a perfect, like a perfect, uh, transition or yes, anything like that's a great point. It, yeah. It's all stuff that like we're, it's taken uh, time. Yeah, we've and, been mad at each other about this stuff before, you yes. know, communication um, is a big deal and it changes, mm-hmm. uh, as your life changes with the different seasons, like it's going to be different one year to the next. So communicating that, um, and communicating when you're feeling maybe less appreciated or anything like that and yeah. figuring it out together on how to fix it is the only way to do it. You're not going to do it yourself. Yeah. Um, you, you've got to have both of you in it. So something else is like, if you're handy around the house is like, make sure that all that crap's done before season starts, you know? Yes. Um, at least the functional stuff, you know, uh, you know, if you got, if you got a wood stove or something, make sure you got plenty of wood for it. And, um, yeah, if they don't do any of that extra little things, mark the yards mode Mowing, and yeah. yep, all that kind of stuff. Chores that are hard for um, you know, your wife to do, make sure those are done before you uh start deer season if you can. Or if you're if you're in the middle of a bathroom remodel, don't start it in uh, September, you know. Um, get all that stuff done beforehand. Yeah. Um another big thing again that helps me because I I don't know not an alone person, I guess, um, when you're on hunting trips is check in whenever you can. Um, so that may be text, that may be video call, it may be whatever, even like sending silly things on apps, whatever you may do, silly videos and things like that. Just, just so they know you're thinking of them, but also, um, just to put our mind at ease. I like to know, you know, when you're, if you're going long distance, whenever you stop for gas or something, just say, Hey, I'm in wherever getting gas. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, I may not be able to respond right then, but at least I see you did it. And even if you arrive at your destination and you know, I'm going to be sleeping, still let me know. So I can wake up. Yeah. You know, know some of this stuff probably seems like obvious, but like as some of us as uh, men, like we don't, 
sometimes we don't even talk to anybody, you know, like we don't, we don't worry about things like that as much um, or don't think about it, think about ourselves being like one people wondering where, what we're doing or if we're okay. Um, so just stuff to think about whenever you, yeah. whenever you are on a trip or something to, to check in whenever you can. Cause the worst case scenario will be the first thing to come to your wife's mind. If she <laughs> yeah, doesn't I gotta, hear I gotta tell you. a story about a friend named Alan, which you guys won't know if he's on Facebook or anything. I might know who I'm talking about, but he's a, uh, he's an adventure hunter to say the least. Uh, I've mentioned him on here before, but he's killed like 47 big game animals in the 50 States. Um, he went to Alaska a number of years ago. And uh, as he was getting on the boat to go wherever he was going, he dropped his phone in the water and uh, you got to know Alan a little bit to think like, get this, but like, he just was like, ah, I don't need to talk to anybody anyway, <laughs> you know? And he just got on the, the boat and left and he was there for 10 days. And I guess he got back to the, got back to mainland or whatever you want to say. And got, uh, got a phone and stuff. And I guess he turned it on and he had like, like, dozens of messages from his wife and they pro progressively got uh, louder and louder and meter and meter. So don't, don't do that. <laughs> he, uh, he admits that was probably not the best uh, idea, but pretty funny. If you knew Alan, you'd be like, Oh yeah, he, you know, he, yeah. that's, he would do that. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And I would say story. even, even during the trip, I know Josh is really good about um, even if he's in an area without service, anytime, say he gets to a top of a mountain or something like that, or a hill that's, and he yeah. notices he has service. He'll just send me a text and let me know. Hey, I don't have a lot of service out here. I'll text yeah, you that, when that I can. That is a hard thing. That's some some places. Like yeah. when I was in Ohio, I didn't have service right. very much. And that, but that way I know. Okay, so don't expect him to call before bed tonight. Don't yeah, you know? Let what I mean? him know if you're not going to be in contact with him. For exactly. A while. Um, something else is I well not because I've been on some pretty remote hunts uh different times in my life, and I I did buy like one of those they're called Garmin inReaches or satellite phones. You can text pretty much anywhere on those. Yeah. Uh, they're not real. They're not user friendly by any stretch of the imagination, but they at least get you a, a message out to someone telling you you're okay or checking in on them. They're expensive and the plans kind of rape you um, monthly. But if it, if it's something that they, you know, your, you need or your wife needs um, it's not a bad investment. It also, you know, if you're out someplace real remote, you can, there's an SOS button on it. You could push and people will know where you're at or the local um, rescue teams will know where you're at. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, kind of my last thing I have for the longer hunting trips would be um, when you come home, it doesn't hurt to bring home a treat. Uh, I know oh, I, yeah. I like wine or chocolate <laughs> um, or just, it, I mean, anything just to show appreciation that, you know, I, I see mm -hmm. that it's work when I'm gone and I appreciate you doing this so that I can enjoy, you know, enjoy my hunts mm -hmm. um, or obviously like or take her to dinner or do, you know, do something different um, or take the kids and let her go do her thing if she's into that. So um, yeah, I that goes the, a long way. That goes I, a long way to show appreciation. Yeah. A lot of like a trick for a kid, like, cause I like to take, bring Huck something home. Like I'll go to freaking Goodwill where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. You can buy toys there for like a dollar and they're like, there'll be $30 at Walmart, you know? He doesn't care. You know, he's just going to take them apart and destroy them anyway. So yeah, a little trick for you. If you don't want to spend $30 every time you go hunting yeah, um, for a kid toy or something, go to Goodwill and pick one up. Yeah. I wouldn't do that with your wife though. I think she'd catch on pretty quick. <laughs> but you could buy me a $5 bottle of wine. I, sure. They're, yeah. Oh, they're more than that now, but used to be $5. But. Yeah. <laughs> or chocolates. Anyway. Um, anything else you have to add to the hunting trips kind of section? I don't think so. I mean, you covered a, a lot of it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I just just plan ahead. I mean, especially, I mean, we were already talking about stuff for next season, like when we're going to go certain places. Um, and you guys see on the hunting beast, like Maddie and Huck come with me quite a bit. Not every time, but, you know, they go they go when they can. The weather's decent and that kind of thing. Um, if they're, you know, <coughs> oh, we could probably talk about, that's something that we've gotten into arguments about is like going on a hunt with me. And, you know, I'm there in my mind, I'm there to hunt. And in your mind, you, we were there as a family to do family things, you know? Yeah. So we, we, we've screwed up on communicating there pretty bad a couple of times. Um, that was in my next section. So, Oh, okay. So proceed. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so the kind of the next section I have is just like um, getting your significant other involved if they want to some kind of ideas and things to keep in mind um, on that point make your expectations clear on both ends. So whatever it is you're involving that person on, um, like, like I said, in that instance, later on, we talked about it and I just didn't, I didn't realize his expectations and he didn't realize mine. So we had to work through that. And that's, and it's just different. You know, I needed to know that, Hey, like from him that, I'm, you know, I'm here to hunt. This is, I got to do this, this, and this. Um, Cause partly too, when you, when you don't hunt the same way as the other person or at all, you don't realize all the things that go into it. So communicating that um, and making your expectations clear. And then my, you know, I had expectations that we would be able to do maybe more together. Right. But then the next time when we went and I knew, you know, what to expect, it made it a lot more enjoyable while we were there. I was fine when he was gone hunting because I expected that. Um, so that's what I mean by like, make your ex expectations clear um, on both sides. Um, kind of some things we've done that have, um, that we like, again, my personality is I like outdoors. So I actually really enjoy hiking um, and camping. So those are some things we have been able to kind of group into hunting and obviously I like hunting too um to make things a little more um family friendly and spend time together so um some things we do so turn shed hunting trail camera work and you know working in food plots we've turned all of those into family work um if it's nice weather outside I don't mind to tag along you know as long as Huck's doing well and everything he'll come along too and even during the day I know um Josh will take him if you know, and go yeah. either get trail cameras or put them out and do some of that. And he, he loves it. So, um, obviously you're going to have to have more patience, um, doing those kind of things. Um, and sometimes a little more planning ahead, but, um, if it's important to you to spend more time with, you know, those people and get them a little more involved in what you're doing, um, that's one way you can do it too. Um, I just see shed hunting as hiking. <laughs> and so I'm not very good at finding them no, you're not. again, trail cam work too, just hiking yeah. through the trail camera and then grabbing it and hiking back. So, um, also though, Josh does some thinking ahead of time and he knows what areas I, or what kind of walking and trail walking I can do and, and don't enjoy doing. So yeah. if, if it's a thick area, he's like, let me just go do Briars. this one. Right. A lot of briars I'm not a fan of. So, yeah. but if you can, it's, you can screw them, you can screw it up. Like you can yeah. think it's going to be something nice and fun to do with the family. And it could be miserable, yes. you know? So a little uh, So thought. think about that beforehand. Cause there's a lot of places they don't go with me on, you know, right. I don't take them every time I go out. Uh, so think ahead a little bit. Yeah. Um, and also, anyway. also make sure 
um, make sure they're comfortable. So make sure they have the right clothes on the right shoes on for what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, you may be a beast and be able to get a little uncomfortable, but if you want her to enjoy herself, you better make sure she's comfortable and that's going to include the right clothing and the right amount of clothing, the right shoes for, you know, the type of walking you're going to be doing and the right, um, bug spray, tick prevention. I know ticks have ruined oh, a couple yeah, of ticks, our, our things. Are, uh, um, I love you. I tend to get into the little turkey tick nests like crazy every time. Mm -hmm. So um, having all of that stuff. You use you, that natural crap that doesn't work. You yeah. got to put the chemicals on. Yeah, I know. I don't treat my clothing as often as you do probably. Yeah. And also plenty of snacks. <laughs> if you're a snack person like me, or if yeah. you're going to be out there a long time and you don't want them to get hungry, um, plenty mm -hmm. of snacks bring those along it's maybe not be something you think to bring for yourself every time but it'll yeah. go a long way to have something like that on hand we had so. to leave a turkey gobbling one night because you were hungry yeah. i was pregnant then so yeah, i was just pregnant. worried <laughs> i was just worried about the baby well, you were pregnant we'd walk quite a and bit starving yeah. yeah um that actually is a good story for one of my points too okay we'll talk uh, later or go ahead if you want to get on it now no that's fine um i have on here that going with them helps see the excitement and passion oh, that yeah, they have yeah, for hunting. Yeah. And that, so point. that helps you as the, I don't want to say non hunter because I do hunt, but the one that doesn't hunt as much, I guess. Right. You wouldn't hunt if it wasn't for me. Right. <laughs> um, being that person, when you go along and you see them light up about hunting, whatever it may be, um, it just makes you understand okay, now I see why they want to do this and, you know, why they, and it makes you happy. Obviously I want him to be happy and to see him happy makes me happy. So that's, that's important. And so the same trip he's talking about where we had to leave a gobbling Turkey. Um, we, yeah, we're out there, this Turkey's gobbling and they're so close, but they're right over like yeah, property line or something. Yeah, they're on different property. And so he's trying to call it in, trying they're to call it public. in and I'm sitting there starving <laughs> And I'm like, like ready kind of to go. But then after a while of not hearing it gobble, he called and he heard it gobble again. And his, he just like, he lit up. He looked back at me like, did you hear that? And he got <laughs> so excited and I, it just like tickled me to death to see him. And I'm like, okay. And that's turkey hunting. That is not deer hunting. So it's like, and that's deer hunting is number one, obviously. So if he get, is getting that excited, excited about a turkey gobbling, not even seeing it or anything, Obviously he loves this. So it's like, it made me, it made me happy. And I was like, fine with it. We still had to leave cause I was still starving, but <laughs> it, we had a really good time. I, yeah. I actually really if I had planned ahead and I brought the snacks. Brought right. snacks. I <laughs> right. had another turkey in the, yeah. in so the freezer. That's why we say that. So it does. I mean, if you can get them out there, just, just more or less so they can see why you love it so much and they can, they can see your happiness in it. Um, it goes a long way because yeah. Obviously, he supports me in all the things I enjoy, and I want to support him in the same way. Just so to see how much joy it brings right. him is. Um, and I'll tell, like, say this: like, Dan is like Dan hunts a lot. Obviously, um, and I'm not going to speak for Dan, but like Dan also does a good job at that part of it. I think like Carol, his wife, um, you know, she has her rescue uh, business that she does with the coons and everything. And Dan, you know, he takes every Friday at least and and helps her with all that, gets her food uh, for the coons and all that. And, um, and, you know, he spends Friday doing all that. Uh, and plus he takes care of them throughout the day and whatnot, whenever he can. 
So uh, that's obviously something Dan probably would not do if, if it wasn't for his, his wife, you know, I don't know that for sure, but um, you could tell by like the few times we talked about coons, like Dan kind of passionate about that kind of stuff anymore, you know? Um, and to me and, and most people here, you know, a coon's probably just another freaking pest, you know, anymore. Yeah. Um, to, but Dan, it's like a dog to him. Like he does, he does not care to think about people shooting coons. Yeah. Um, and that's probably from his wife, you know, because yeah. I don't think he was always like that. And that kind of goes along with the, like we were talking about spending quality time. I think that can be true of just as I got into hunting because I wanted to spend more time with you and yeah. get to know uh, one of your passions. It helps if you do the same. So yeah, I'm not going to get too into yoga. You're not, you have done some yoga with me, yeah. <laughs> but you yeah, Maybe once but or twice. you have gotten into hiking and camping. Yeah, and we've definitely yeah, done yeah, more yeah. of that. And even some of the trips we've done have been more on my accord. And I mean, we both ended up loving them, but non hunting trips that we both yeah, we really enjoyed. Like so, yeah. um, you know, trying to find some interest in their interests as well, or at least showing support mm. and interest help, um, goes a long way. So it's not one-sided, like you're expecting them to support you on hunting, but you're not supporting them on what they want to do. That can be tough. So, and make you feel um, a little un underappreciated and things like that. So that goes a long way. Um, some other, I guess, tips. If she is along for maybe a hunting trip, um, or like a longer hunting trip, make sure to involve her in the process or them. I shouldn't say her, but involve them in the process. And what I mean by that is, especially at like deer camps, there's a bunch of like chit chat and deer talk, you know, discussions about the hunt that day. Make sure she's around that, even though she wasn't the one hunting, like one, how is she ever going to learn about the ins and outs of hunting if you don't involve her in those discussions and so she can hear the, even like the language and things like that and like mm -hmm. how things happen, but, um, and involve her in meals and things like that. Don't, don't make her feel like an outsider. Cause then she's not going to want to tag along next time. Cause she was like, I didn't even get to I don't be know. involved. Yeah, yeah. Be involved. Um, so. Yeah. And it's nice to have like, whenever we go on a hunt, like a, like battle the bows or something like that it's nice to have some like someone like you at camp because you know we're just pretty much a bunch of guys hunting so it's nice to have someone there to just to have things in order at camp yeah um and i but i enjoy that too like yeah i actually enjoy camp cooking i like it's a yeah it's right. like a challenge to figure out like good meals at mm -hmm. camp and it's always fun yeah so i did yeah. i did all the cooking for that but i i enjoyed it it wasn't and it was something and to also do throughout like, the day camp is like not what you think it would be whenever you're doing stuff like me and Dan are doing. Like it's literally, we're so busy during a camp. It's not like a traditional camp. Um, you know, we get up early, we're out scouting all day. We hunt and we get back. We're typically like transferring uh, video files or, um, you know, just planning for video stuff, essentially yeah. <laughs> stuff you wouldn't even think about, uh, if you're not, if you're just a normal hunter. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Our camps are different. Like people always be like, I'd love to go to camp with you. I'm like, I don't know why. Like it just doesn't work. And you know, <laughs> yeah. we don't get to talk. We don't, right. we very seldomly like have a or proper, camp. yeah, proper fire where we kind of sit around and do s stuff. Yeah. Um, when I'm along, I always make sure there's a yeah, fire but, at night. Cause I yeah, like but to it's sit not around like the you fire. Would, you would think it would be anyway. Right. I just want to say that cause it's not, I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. Again, that but, goes along with that expectations thing. Yeah. yeah know exactly. Um, kind of, I'm going to say the last thing because I'm sure I'll say more, but uh, another thing um, or tip to get 
them involved or um, just more knowledgeable or supportive is um, have them help with the processing of the meat or and or the cooking um, of the meat. Mm-hmm. If they like, if they if they want to. If they're, yeah, if they're obviously not vegan or something like that, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it just, I don't know. To me, it made a big difference and it makes you, to me, it appreciates the, you know, that side of hunting where you are providing for your family. I, I, we really are into gardening and canning and things like that. Yeah. So that kind of stuff is important to me. And it, it's so therefore I am more open to letting him do hunting trips because I'm like, I want the meat. Like that's, mm. it's nice to have that and to know, you know, it obviously saves on the grocery bill and it makes it easier because we're always going to have it. I can always fall back on deer meat as right. at least the main part of the meal. So it helps a lot. And we um, eat almost every, I mean, I mean, darn near every meal is some type of deer meat. Yeah. Um, and people may like think like, what the heck? Cause I've killed, I don't know, six or seven deer this year. Well, minus one. Cause I gave one to my sister, but, um, like we won't, that won't, we'll eat it all before yeah. next year. Like we'll be by October next year. I'll be like, man, ready to kill a deer yeah. for, um, for the freezer. So, uh, we, yeah, it's not, it's, I mean, yeah, I got. I mean, I don't usually kill that many bucks in a year, but like, right. um, usually I usually those. I kill. Yeah, I usually shoot at least five every year for um for the freezer. But if you use it, I mean, if you, we literally eat it every day, I mean, yeah, almost yeah. either for lunch or or uh, dinner. Yeah, it helps, and I just like I said, I think doing that it brings the appreciation on on both people. It you know what I yeah. mean if if they help in that part of it. Mm-hmm. Kind of the last thing I have is just an overall thing that would help with all of the, all, all of everything I've said was just communication. It's going to be the most important thing. Cause like I said, you're going to, some of it's going to be trial and error. Some of it's going to change as your seasons of life change. And if you're not communicating through it, it's going to be harder. <laughs> so. Yeah, for sure. I, I was, I, I was kind of, uh, I still am sometimes like I'm bad about assuming you don't care. Like I assume you just don't care about, the hunts and stuff, yes. you know, so I don't always do a good job of like elaborating on what happened when right. I went hunting, especially when you're, when you're on a trip and I'm home and I'm like, can you give me a little more? Like you yeah, gone she'll find all day. Out, she'll find out what happened and listen to one of these, you know? Right. Or yeah. I'll be like, Oh, I didn't even know that. That's how that hunt yeah, went down. So I, I got to do better about that. But, uh, anyway, that's something you're interested in that I do, but I need to do better at. Yeah. What else? You got anything else you want to talk about? There's some questions in here, so we've been on we here can, for 50 minutes. Yeah, we can do some questions because that's all my notes. <laughs> all right. Um, Zeke Outdoors. Huck is our son's full name. His, his name's not Huckleberry or anything. Huck Wayne. We actually, um, the way we came up with it, we originally were thinking Huxley, but spelled H-U-C-K-S-L-E-E or something like that. But then I kind of always have said, when I name a child, I want to just name him what I'm going to call him. <laughs> and Josh was like, well, I like that. I, then I can call him Huck. I'm like, then let's just name him Huck. So that's kind of how it came about. So Huckleberry wasn't really even in yeah. the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We got a question. Corey gave us a $10 donation. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, I Corey. appreciate it. So um, this is probably more for me, but yeah, you can chime fine. in. All right. It says his brother shot a, uh, his brother shot a doe the other day. Unfortunately, we didn't recover it. Uh, it's been like his third deer he's lost to archery. Any words of encouragement I could give him um he's already been over uh bow hunting he's ready to be over bow hunting sorry i read it at a sixth grade level um <laughs> i was gonna say you maybe want me to read the question <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah man it like happens that's what i would tell him like give it like 
uh, I don't remember what year it was. It was four or five years ago before I started hunting on the beast. Dude, I had a horrible year. I shot, I think I shot, uh, three bucks with my bow bucks, not does bucks with my bow and didn't recover them. Yeah. It was a horrible year. It was just the worst thing I wanted to, yeah, I didn't know what the heck was wrong with me. Um, I kept, I mean, I was doing real good at getting on bucks, obviously. Um, I kept shoot shoulder shooting the stupid things. Um, yeah, that's what I would tell him. I'd say, man, it, it happens. Like it's, it's just something you're gonna have to, he had to work through. Um, you know, if, if he's losing, I don't know what, you know, I don't know why he's losing them or, or if he's, you know, how bad of his shots are, if he's, you know, losing his crap when he shoots one, um, you know, you can, you can do some mental things. Like I would get on Joel Turner's website and take his class called shot IQ. That helped a lot. Uh, it just depends on what you want to do, you know, or you could just, um, chalk it up to a bad year and, and come in next year firing, you know, obviously practice shooting. Like make sure yeah. you practice shooting your bow, a right. bunch, I'd say, and maybe evaluate. Um, I don't know enough about all the technical stuff, but the, the arrow, um, I guess what you're using. I feel like when you changed my arrow um, heads and I think it, you changed the weight of my arrows or something and um, yeah, I had a bad shot and it ended up okay because I, I had the right setup. Yeah. So. Yeah, you definitely want the right setup, but there's all kinds of right setups. It's not, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, in your case, is different because you only shoot whatever, like 38 pounds. Right. So, um, anyway, yeah, we just changed her to a cut-on-contact broadhead is what it was from a uh, fixed blade, uh, like a, you know, a three-blade broadhead. Um, but you killed her with those two. She killed her with those two before that. I did see someone here. I can't find the comment, but someone asked about your uh, story about your first uh, deer and your first buck. Do you remember it? My first deer or my first buck? Because my first deer, first deer was deer. a doe. Yeah, he said the first deer or and your first buck is what he said. I'm trying to remember. I actually have a it's kind of an a ornament story. picture of it that his mom yeah. got me and I just put all that stuff away today so I get to see it. So honestly, my first doe, I don't exactly remember. Maybe you can. Re- yeah, my dad used to own like a. Okay, it was at that property and up on that. Like, yeah, wood we had stand a homemade wood had. stand and you shot it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And remember, I it. Do. okay, now I remember. Yes, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I shot it and I did not make a good shot, no, it was like shot a neck the, shot, shot, a jugular. Mm-hmm. And but being my first deer, Josh was bound determined to find this deer, so we trailed uh, no, it. No, that's not it. I mean, it. I, I didn't put that much effort in any deer, you, I know, you, but yeah. I just mean you get excited. But we trailed it and we trailed it, and we were, I mean, we were following blood the whole time, we but we trailed it, we trailed it, we trailed it, probably, I don't know, like a mile away. Was there more? I mean, that, that may be an exaggeration, but it, it was a long ways. It, it was it did a long not way, die sorry. quick. No. So, anyways, we found her. Um, and then <laughs> I remember he's like, he's, you know, he'd been here, in here a lot more times than I have. Obviously, been hunting a lot more. So I'm just going with whatever he says. And he starts dragging her in one direction. And I'm thinking, well, that's not the direction we came, but maybe he knows that's a shorter direction out because we did walk a long way and we're walking, you know, around around. And of course he's not dragging, dragging her with a car. No, or with just a, with a by hand. Just by hand yeah. I have both of our bows and yeah. he's got just dragging her by himself. Cause I'm holding the bows, you know, he's dragging, dragging, dragging. And then we come to this fence and he's like, what in the heck? Where are we at? And I'm like, you don't know where we're at. I'm like, well, I'm like, well, I wondered why we went that way. That's not the way we came. He's like, it's not. It's like, no. So eventually he, this was pre like phones with GPS and yeah. Onyx and all that stuff. Right. And eventually he 
like he's like well let me just walk up a ways here and see i think there's a road up here or something so he found the road and realized where it was at and then he just called his mom to come pick us up i've gotten lost so many times in that block like cocoon hunting we always get lost in there and i yeah i was like well i thought we were going the wrong way but i just figured you knew a better way or whatever but that was that was a lot of work for that dough but here's an interesting topic oh wait we didn't do the first buck oh sorry proceed go ahead it's okay no go ahead i do remember my my first buck like i said just a small seven point but pretty exciting still and it was i don't know if i should say where it was at but anyway it's fine it was on it was on a a piece in northern indiana right somewhere we used to hunt all the time yeah um there's some public land up there i don't know there's i don't know how to tell deer stories i guess but nothing too exciting it just came walking in i think it kind of walked further away and then kind of walked in towards us and I shot it and I made, I, I made a good shot yeah, on that one. Like and 30 yards. It was, yeah, we could see it fall and everything. So that one was a yeah, lot was easier exciting. tracking and yeah, very exciting. I remember being mm-hmm. very excited, but that was what we figured it out the other day. Cause it popped up on our, our Facebook, my Facebook fade. Do you remember how many years ago that was now? Like 10 years was it? Was it 10? Maybe Cause I think you that. had said 12, 12 and it wasn't quite that 12. long though. Oh, okay. Long time ago. Yeah. It was a long time ago. And yeah, since then guess, I've been yeah. after a decent bigger buck than that and haven't gotten it i've shot a few a handful of does and yeah. things but keep in mind she only goes a handful times a year it's not like you go oh uh, yeah oh yeah yeah you don't go 40 times in a year right you know? but yeah still, i went right after four years of going and not getting another buck i got that's when i kind of slowed down a little bit but right and you're not like you said you're not really a beast hunter you're not going right yeah Right. She's not walking. And I know that. So I'm not that disappointed. Yeah. (laughs) Indiana. Yeah. All right. Here's a question. Someone asked, how do you handle the taxidermy bills? That's something like, I know he's joking around a little bit, but like the people do like, like, well, guys struggle with getting with their wives to put deer heads in their house for sure. Well, first off, I don't mind the mounts. Um, I do have some rules, like not in the kitchen, not in the bedroom. Um, but I actually liked it. So all of these were used to be in our living room. Um, and I didn't mind him in there. He just wanted them for a studio. So he moved them back here, but, um, I enjoy them. I, I enjoy the European mounts. They look really nice. Um, I just like the look of them. I don't know. As far as the bill, I don't, it's just, like I said, we've worked to be able to, we, like, we know that's something we're going to want to do. And we yeah. don't, we just talk about it kind of usually at the start of the season, um, or sometimes, you know, depending on if it get, is going out of state for a hunt or something at the start of a hunt, we'll say like, okay, like if you're going to get one, are you going to mount it? Or like, what are the, what are the parameters or whatever you want to say? Like what, what makes it mountable and what are we doing European mount? And sometimes it'll just be, I know one of them you got this year, you ended up European mounting just for the logistics of it. Like to haul everything back, it was out of state, wasn't it? Nebraska, yeah. Yeah, your Nebraska one. Like that would be one that we maybe would have full mounted, but I don't I don't know how to answer that. I guess we just we do it. <laughs> and some yeah. years we don't, you know, sometimes yeah, we just European mount it. Yeah, I'll yeah, I, I and European, we, he does that himself, so that doesn't yeah. cost us two of my, my Nebraska buck and my Ohio buck are laying back here European mounted. I haven't done anything with them yet, but we'll put do something with them sometime. Yeah. My freaking Nebraska buck stunk the yeah, the european mount stunk bad i can't i gotta get rid of it i've soaked in peroxide and a little bit of bleach stinks. and everything it does it stinks worse than 
just everything else. Everything else, yeah. Um, I mean, you can't. I don't smell it sitting right here, but if you walk up to it, you'd smell it. Yeah. So if you got any, if you got any suggestions, leave those in the comments about how yeah. to get rid of the stink. Um. So yeah, and we've gotten comments on YouTube like, if you're not going to mount them, you shouldn't shoot it. And I'm like, that's dumb. You know, <laughs> I think it is at least. I see it. All right. <clears throat> Someone, um, Mark, he asked, he has a question for you. He said, how, um, how you, how you just, just enjoy being outdoors. Do you enjoy the food plot and land management more than the hunting? What about weather for hunting as a couple? So I actually don't enjoy food plot and land management all that much. Um, I get some, I don't know. I, I don't mind going out there and that kind of thing, but, um, you don't care to work on it. Right. You'll just go out. Cause it's and... always hot and it's out in the open. It's not really like in the woods. Usually it's like an ag field or something like that. I don't know. It's okay. Um, and I don't do any of the planning. I'm not in that. He plans at all and I just go along. But, um, so I'd say I enjoy hunting more than that. Um, <clears throat> I actually enjoy probably like, I don't mind doing, um, like grabbing or putting out trail cameras depending on where they're at. Because a lot of time, I mean, some of them may be on um, fairly decent, like trail, not trails, but, and I like trail hiking. So they may be a ways back there, but I enjoy hiking long distance. So um, I actually enjoy that, that part. As far as weather, when it's hunting, um, I'm definitely more of a fair weather hunter, but if I have the right clothes, I we've sat, in the snow before and it is beautiful to be out there if it's not like windy like in your face and like like negative or anything like that if it's like a 30 degree snowy day it is beautiful to be out there and watch that and it's like the deer pop you know so i do actually really like that um I, that's all i really yeah well, i think you did a good job answering someone asked if a uh ks asked, does an unexpected culfer never throw a wrench into things um I don't know. I think, yeah, sure it does. I mean, but again, I think if, um, if you can plan ahead on that kind of stuff or you said unexpected, I don't know how many unexpected things there are really. Um, the weather, I guess you never know, but, uh, maybe, you know, maybe you just get, you got to get lucky and not have anything going on that time of, uh, whenever that happens, but, uh, something else, if they understand why, you know, you want to go out during that cold front, you know, that maybe can go, um, a little longer ways. I'm not yeah. going to tell you. Like gonna, if they, if they yeah. understand, if they understand the the knowledge yeah. behind it. Yeah. Like yeah. why, like I know, I don't know, like he's about to go on a trip sometime and I didn't really know what days and he was just going to play it by weather. And I'm like, that's like, I get it because I don't know, because things will go better or more your way if you're doing the weather right. So sometimes it's just, yeah, is what it is. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I'm going through questions here. I did put the, I put the link to get on. If you guys want to hop on, if you might want to hop on, um, you're more than welcome. Welcome to, we may be out of questions though. We don't got, we don't have as many as whenever, uh, the big buck serial killer is co-hosting, but, um, let's see here. Tell me if you see any other ones. You're a quicker reader than me. Yeah, but you're scrolling fast. I'm getting pretty good at the, the, uh, filtering through comments before I, uh, yeah. Anyways, leave a comment if like you guys hunt with your wife or anything. That'd be something good to to say. Or if you got any tips for all this stuff I, we're talking about. Well, yeah, about. saying we're, I mean, we're not 
perfect at either. So yeah, it'd be good to um be good to get some tips from here from you yeah. guys sometimes. Uh let's see here. We've been on for over an hour, so we can probably can probably hop off. You got a new bow coming. Yeah. Did I tell you that? I did tell you that. Yeah. I just didn't know if we were. We got our prime anybody. to shoot next year. That's something I I don't I don't know anything about the gear. He just yeah, switches you, it up on me and yeah, I just you, all, you don't like out. to switch either. Like no, I don't. Had, only had <laughs> I'm like, please just I like this one. Just let it be. Yeah. My favorite bow that I had, um, I had a bow tech and it was I just, honestly, I just, it shot well. And then I really liked the colors and stuff we had on it. But then we actually, it was just in the truck and it, the string snapped. I don't know what happened. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And anyway, so we restrung it and it just never shot the same. So we did switch that, but that was probably my favorite one I've had. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I, as long as it shoots well, I I do enjoy shooting. So. Yeah. We got a call in here. All right. Can you Old hear crew. us? You need to put your headphones on. Oh, yeah. On. I forgot. You're up. Um, we can hear you, Zeke. How's it going, man? Well, when when we um when we get a buck, sometimes we kind of dot. We dot, like, uh, we, call, we call the family, and then we go out. Oh, yeah. And, and then look for together. Yeah, that's a good idea. And, and, uh, scout. We, we scout with the family a lot. And we, and, and most of the time we, we got up with the family. Yeah, I think that's a good, uh, taking them out to do the recovery. That's a good yeah, idea. That is a good idea. Huck really gets a kick out of that. We've done that with him a couple of times. Yeah, we do like that. Mm-hmm. he's just getting to the age where he can do stuff like that. So it's pretty exciting for yeah. us. He's a little too young yet to go set, set with me yet. We tried that wow. once and it didn't go very didn't go yeah, well. He, yeah. he didn't, didn't really care for it, yeah. but uh, those are good tips, buddy. Yeah. You guys had a yeah. heck of a, a hunt the other day I saw on Facebook. Oh yeah. The birthday buck. Um, um, yes. We shot one buck. Um, it was a, it was a 9.0. And we are, uh, we made this, um, we, we had a green wagon and we made like a little mini house on top of it and we call it the deer wagon Yeah. and, nice. and we shot it in there and then a couple days ago, the day before your birthday, the day before my birthday, we shot a buck, um, I hide in my grandpa's machine shed in the cornfield heck yeah the decoy right yeah yeah it was about 50 yards away um the decoy was 50 yards away yeah not the deer yeah Yeah. that's awesome buddy well thanks for those tips well one one thing too uh, that i have is uh i think that when you got bonnie come here little two-year-olds running around and stuff maybe that 100 inch deer or the 120 inch deer might not be a monster, but the memories you get with these things are yeah. a lot better than the memories you get with those things. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's worth more just to take your time and 
spend time with the kids and enjoy some smaller bucks. And when they're older, then let them get the big ones for you. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. I think you've done a little bit of that where, I don't know, or maybe you just go harder earlier in the season to get done earlier. Um, so that you can spend time with everybody. Yeah. I don't know. I dude, I cannot wait to be able to do what you're doing with Zeke. I mean, yeah. um, hopefully he's into it. Like, yeah, he may not be into it. Yeah. You know, so knows. far, it seems like he loves it. So, yeah, <laughs> I actually started. I actually started bow hunting because of Zeke. I used yeah. to just slug hunt, and he was so into hunting. I'm like, well, I got to hunt more now. So I yeah. started <laughs> yeah. bow hunting. I started bow hunting at 37 nice. years old because I needed to get out more with him. Yeah. Right. No, that's awesome. That's that's very oh. unique. I mean, that's that's cool yeah and then at two years old zeke found the shed to that buck yeah and i never had shot a big buck before and that made me start looking for him he let me to walk around that i think three years old two two years old and then i walked it across the field and i found this little deer shed and then (laughs) And then I walked back, and then I found um on that big deal deal shed, and then my dad didn't know that there was a deal that big around here, and then that <laughs> and then that year he shot on um, a nice nine point. Oh, nice. nice, dude! You seem like, you seem like maybe you're just the you're the good luck charm. Maybe yeah. the, maybe it didn't have anything to do with your dad. <laughs> it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> All right, guys. I appreciate it. You guys, uh, you guys take it easy. Year. Yep. You have a good new year. See ya. All right. Let's see here. We had a couple other. Um, someone asked if uh, you hunt mornings. No, not anymore. I am a. I like to sleep. I'm a nine hour. Yeah. <laughs> I have before, like I, um, when we were younger, I would get up and go um, yeah. in the morning some, but I. The last few years, I haven't. Yep. I don't get up before early enough. I just don't. Yeah. Um, Joey asked about, uh, this is actually Joey. I think you may have messaged me on Facebook about this, and we answered this last week. So you may go up there and re- refer to, to last week's episode. And I actually made a clip about it, I, be- uh, I believe. I don't know if I put it up yet. But um, essentially, Dan said he would not hunt an area like this. He has one by his house, and he doesn't like people telling him where to hunt. So, uh Sorry, buddy. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. We we don't. I don't think we have very many other questions. I don't think we do. There's one. Did you enjoy the uh, Wisconsin trip in mid October? Did she get to hunt? Um, yes, I did enjoy it, even though it ended up being a lot colder than what I originally planned for, um, like clothing wise and stuff, which was fine. We just had turned our wood stove on all the time in the tent and whatever double layered, but no, we had a great time, but no, I didn't hunt during that trip. Um, we brought our son along and so I was just at camp with him all day and I made food for, for the crew every night. Um, we had an electric site, so I was able to use a crock pot and so I would just get that ready earlier in the day and have that going so it was ready to go when they got there and i would mm-hmm. um get a fire going so they could warm up because it was pretty cold that week when we were there 
Yeah. And they had, they had that site, that uh, campground we stayed at had some hiking trails and stuff. So we were able to do that and playgrounds. Yep. Playground, which obviously Huck loves. So that was fun. So we, we did have fun. It was a camping trip for Huck and I and a hunting trip for Josh. So. Yep. We also have a, uh, we have a wall tent with a, you guys know this. If you watch the hunting beast, we have a wall tent with a stove in it. So it, it can be 10 degrees outside and that wall tent will be 90 degrees. Yeah. Almost uncomfortable. Yeah. It got too hot there a yeah. couple of times. So, um, so we can, we can, we can camp comfortably in a little bit yeah. more harsher weather. And that was our first trip really doing that. So it, I thought it went well. So hopefully we do maybe do some more of that stuff this year too, or next year, I guess. Yeah. Um, someone asked that I enjoy hunting the pigeon river in Michigan this past fall. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, the elk threw me off. I wasn't expecting to find like elk sheds and see a bunch of elks. I never laid eyes on an elk, but it was fun. Michigan's awesome. I, I'll go hunt there again. I'm sure, sure of it. I may, uh, I may join Kevin, you know, the, the next year's, uh, next year if they do that again. Um, who knows? I, I'm a little more free than Dan because Dan obviously still can, has, has a, a job he has to go to every, every week. So he does have limited like vacation time. Um, so I, I'll be able to do more more hunts like that with other people um he gets he gets you know he gets around uh quite a bit still but um i'm, I'm excited to go hunt michigan and again obviously dan's up in the up right now hunting so he liked it too uh kyle we've answered this question a couple times but before the echo what it means it's um it means everything like everything that happened before the the shot was what we talk about on this uh show uh, i got it from a book i read it was a, like a, a hunting book and it was the chapter was called before the echo and it was about everything that goes through a hunter's mind when he, um, before he pulls the trigger. So, uh, yeah, it was a little more, I don't know. The chapter was a little more in depth about like your, your mental state whenever you're doing it and the, the conflicts in your head, but, um, about taking a deer's life for your, for your own. But anyway, that's where it came from. I thought that was a cool, uh, the cool name for a YouTube channel, but, Probably the last time we're going to answer that on the show. I know everybody's probably tired of that, uh, but yeah, that's what it means. Uh, there's some clips and stuff uh, we we, uh, we got on the channel. But thanks for asking, Kyle. It's always nice because I, I think it's cool, a cool name. Me too. <laughs> all right, that's all the questions, guys. Thanks. We were on here longer than I thought we would be. Honestly, I didn't know how good a turnout this would be. We weren't talking about deer hunting per se, and then Dan wasn't on here, but there was a decent amount of people on. So thanks. For I getting- think I look better than Dan. What about you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you had to say that. I don't think anybody's going to argue with you. Oh, I was just joking. Um, yeah. Happy New Year's, everybody. That's tomorrow. Yes. New Year's. Happy New Year. That is insane that Sunday is 2023. Yes. Um, yeah. If you guys like what we're doing, make sure you subscribe. Uh, hit the like button on this video. And I hope this channel helps somebody and maybe saves a marriage or who knows what, you know. Um, If it's getting to that point, you need to do something different. (laughs) um, All right, everybody, have a good night, and we'll talk to you. Me and Dan will be back on Sunday or Monday once he's back from Michigan. So uh, we're going to continue to try to do two of these a week as long as we keep getting topics and stuff, which I I think we will. we got all kinds of stuff to to talk about. It's just never-ending with deer hunting, as everybody knows. So all right, everybody, good night. See you later.